with a Friday morning look at Radio on the Go Sports. I'm Dwayne Karstens. The Northern Iowa women's basketball team opened up Missouri Valley Conference tournament play yesterday afternoon in St. Louis and defeated Illinois State 75-62 in the opening round in the 8 versus 9 matchup. Northern Iowa held a 44-28 lead at halftime thanks to double-digit performances from Michael Duax and Titan Anderson. Illinois State, though, wasn't about to give up. The Redbirds outscored UNI 18-4 over a 10-minute stretch in the second half. Seneca Knight, who uh, the Panthers held the three points in the first half, scored 13 in that stretch. Both teams went cold over three minutes before Bowen Bourne widened the gap with a three-pointer. The Panthers distanced the gap more and more and never gave up the lead, winning 75 again to 62. Teams are going to make runs, especially in this tournament, right? This is, uh, this is a special place and a, a really fun environment, and games are always like this down here, right? And anybody can get it going, and we had it going in the first half, and then they amped up their pressure a little bit in the second, found the momentum, and we just had to stick together and find a way to get it back. And, the, you know, they did that. They did a really nice job, and, and we're proud of that. With a young group, that could be a hard thing to do, and they've, uh, they've proven to do that throughout the year and then again today. If that voice sounds familiar, that is UNI assistant coach and Sheffield native Seth Tuttle talking after the game on the UNI Network over on 98.9 FM. Born, Bowen Bourne led the Panthers with 23 points in the win. Duax added 19 and Titan Anderson 16 for the Panthers who advanced to play Bradley today, the league's regular season champion. That'll be at noon today. Pre-game coverage starts at 11.30 live on 98.9 KQCR. Other college basketball yesterday saw the Drake women's team make quick work of Missouri State. Regular season action, 83-63. The Bulldogs improved to 18-9 overall, 13-6 in the MVC. Senior forward Maggie Blair recorded 22 points and 12 rebounds for the Panthers, or for the uh, Drake Bulldog women, that is. And Drake's women's team will finish the regular season Saturday at 2 o'clock at home against Southern Illinois. Also yesterday, it was the high school girls' state basketball tournament. The 5A semifinals uh, going on, 5A, 3A, and 4A going on. And let's take a look at some of the other semifinals that were played yesterday, and that included in 5A, Johnston over Ankeny Centennial, the number two seed Dragons, 42-35 winners. Top-seeded Pleasant Valley oust West Des Moines Dowling, 50-35 in 5A. In Class 3A, fourth-seeded Benton Community, the Benton Bobcats upset Vinton Shellsburg 51-42. And number two, Solon goes down to number six, Sioux Center. Sioux Center Warriors, the sixth seed, win 46-44 in the 3A semis. And in Class 4A, what a slugfest it was between two familiar teams from Central Iowa. Number one, Dallas Center Grimes ekes it out with a free throw at the very end over fourth-seeded Ballard, 33-32. And second-seeded North Polk will be their opponent, to meet up with DCG, North Polk, a winner over Sioux City Heelan, 53-41 yesterday at the Girls State Basketball Tournament. And some scores from earlier in the week. I apologize we didn't get these on on Tuesday morning, but on Monday night it was boys' sub-state in Class 3A, a tough night for North Iowa teams in our region. Clear Lake lost to North Polk, 52-43. The Webster City boys lost to Sioux City Heelan, 63-50 in the sub-state final. Des Moines Hoover defeated Waverly Shellrock, 59-44. Marion over Charles City, 73 to 56. Algona, however, is going to state the Algona boys winning over MOC Floyd Valley thanks to Ben Helmer's 18 points in a balanced attack. The Bulldogs of Algona beat MOC Floyd Valley 61 to 58 to advance to the boys state basketball tournament. The North Butler boys basketball team saw their season come to a close recently against Dunkerton in the second round of districts. The Bearcats this past winter got a fair share of victory and defeat, finishing an overall record of 11 and 12. North Butler's 52-39 loss 
to Dunkerton put an end to their postseason run, even after holding the Raiders to an abysmal distance uh, shooting percentage. Now, senior Owen Ameline went out with a 14-point performance in the loss in his final game at North Butler. The Bearcats managed to pick up a postseason win for the third year in a row by knocking off top of Iowa East foe St. Ansgar in the first round. The 49-35 win was likely the best win of the season for the program as senior Corbett and Lewis had a 15-point night and six block shots. The Bearcats went 7-9 in the league, placing them fifth in the top of Iowa East. North Butler had games go down to the wire against West Fork and Mason City Newman, two teams that shared the best record in the conference. North Butler head coach John Jones breaks down why his Bearcats were elite defensively this year. We have the benefit of having a gym where a lot of teams that come in here, they don't shoot their best. So whenever that happens, we always know we have that advantage. And with going to the conference meeting last week, I saw that we were the top scoring defense in the league. And we just did a great job defensively playing team defense, understanding our guys who were guarding. And they just bought in, and that's exactly what it led to. Standing out individually for the Bearcats in all-conference teams, Lewis and Ameline made the second team all-top of Iowa. Junior Hunter Rodemaker was honorable mention. North Butler ended up winning one less game than the year prior. The three seniors have played their final high school games for North Butler. The Clarence Goldfield Dallas girls basketball team had their season come to a close in the regional quarterfinals against Garner, Hayfield, Ventura. The Cowgirls ended their season at 10-12, and 7-7 in the North Central Conference. CGD seemed to improve as the year went on, finishing the regular season winning six of their last nine. Clarence Goldfield Dallas head coach Liz Ennis gave her thoughts on the season. I think we had a pretty good season. We maybe didn't end with the record that we wanted. I think a couple more wins would have been great, but I feel like we showed a lot of improvement this year, and I'm proud of the girls for that. And for the Clarion Goldfield Dallas girls standing out individually, Lexi Lane went out with another stellar season scoring 15.8 points per game. That was top 20 in Class 3A, 3.3 steals per game, and nearly seven rebounds. Junior Sawyer Moracle shot lights out for the season, averaging about 42% on threes, which ranks fifth in Class 3A. And Elliot Ennis was fifth in blocks in the class at 2.6 per game. Ennis says Lane has been great to the program. She was a great leader for us last year and made first-team all-conference. And then this year, of course, she was a unanimous choice first-team all-conference. She is just a fantastic kid, you know, an even better individual off the court than on. She's an incredible athlete, and I just am excited to watch her in her volleyball career in college. Five girl, five cowgirls completed their high school basketball career this past winter for CGD. The Iowa Falls All-In Girls basketball team was eliminated from postseason play earlier this month in the first round of regionals at Forest City. The Cadets ended a nine-win season with a 66-44 loss to the Indians. The year for IFA featured some ups and downs, including a four-game losing streak followed by a five-game winning streak. Iowa Falls Alden head coach Brandy Newlandberg says this past winter was a youthful season. You know, there were a lot of young kids that got a lot of experience this year, some because of injuries, some just based on pure numbers. We only graduate two seniors, and we appreciate everything they did for our program, but there's a lot of potential moving forward with the experience gained from this season, and, and hopefully that, that experience equates into confidence next season. And Iowa Falls Alden was led by Ella Shire. She scored nearly 19 points per game and had over 11 rebounds per game. We'll have more details in comments from Coach Gulenberg about the IFA girls basketball season. Of course, the girls season in whole is coming to an end with the state championships tomorrow and some more semifinals today at Wells Fargo Arena in Des Moines as number one seeded 
Dyke New Hartford takes on number four, Sibley O'Chinen in the 2A state semifinals. The Wolverines are coming off a big win, 68-34 in the first round of state against Afflington Parkersburg, a game that was put away early. And for Sibley O'Chinen, they're a team that's taking care of business in a tough Siouxland conference. The Generals are 22-3. Their only loss is coming to number two-seeded Central Lion and 3A state qualifier Sioux Center. Head coach Bruce Dahl of DNH says Madison Brower is an X-factor player surrounded by a strong nucleus of talent for Sibley O'Chinen, their opponent today. She is extremely good. She's on top of their one three one. If they play a one three one, they'll show it at some time. Whether they start in it or not, and they'll play man. But she runs the floor so well. She posts up. She's six foot, very athletic. Going to college to run track. So you know that she'll be a handful. You know, and they have some quick guards, and then they have another post player that kind of complements the other girl down low. And they're going to be very tough. And but you know what? We're in the final four now, and everything should probably be tough. Brower leads with 19 points and 11 rebounds per game for Sibley O'Cheaton. The Generals advanced with a big win over at Iowa City Regina, 60-39 to in their first round game and a clamp down defensively, allowing their opponent to shoot only 30% and forced 16 turnovers. As the games become more critical, the opponents get tougher, and Coach Dahl says film study becomes increasingly important for him and the DNH crew. One or two or three things that you don't catch or get or see you know, can cost you the ballgame. And so we make a you know real good effort to try to see what those tendencies are, what those plays that they like to run, you know, and do the best you can. Can you get every play down? No. You know, we run plays in the second half of games that we're up by on purpose, so the other teams that are scouting us don't you know see them, just so we can work on them and practice them. And and so you know, there's going to be things that we don't see as well. So you're looking at more kind of what they're trying to do against you. You know, maybe as opposed to every little bit of detail of their offense. The Wolverines are in the semifinals for the fourth straight season. The Generals are in the state tournament for the first time since 1997. And today's girls state tournament game tips off at 10 a.m. inside Wells Fargo Arena. If you want to listen to Dighton Hartford versus Sibley O'Cheaton, pregame coverage starts at 9.30 over on our sister station, 98.9 KQCR with John Mowinkle. Other Class 2A games going on. The other semifinal is Pocahontas area against number two seeded Central Lion at 11.45. The 1A semifinals today, Algona Garrigan against Remsen. St. Mary's, that's the number one versus number four seeds there. And the other 1A semifinal, Newell Fonda against North Lynn. Also, the 5A championship is going to be played today. Number one, Pleasant Valley against number two, Johnson. And they're going to play that at 6 o'clock tonight at Wells Fargo Arena. That'll be followed by the 3A title game, number four, Benton against sixth-seeded Sioux Center at 8 o'clock. Again, the men's college basketball tournaments are underway in St. Louis with the MVC Arch Madness. Drake plays Murray State tonight at 6 o'clock, but at noon you'll hear Northern Iowa against Bradley over on KQCR. Women's college basketball Big Ten Conference Tournament quarterfinals start in Minneapolis. Iowa Hawkeye ladies and Caitlin Clark take on Purdue at 5.30 today. And in the NCAA Division III first-round tournament, Wartburg Knight women against Baldwin Wallace. Good luck to the Wartburg ladies in the NCAA tournament. That's at 4.30 today in Holland, Michigan. That is going to do it for Radio on the Go Sports. A lot to get to on a Friday. You have yourself a great weekend. I'm Dwayne Karstens reporting.